welcome to the Dream Mason Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Terranova, and this is The Bricks. So bricks by nature aren't much all on their own, but when you create a vision for what they could build, create a plan, and start to build, bricks can become something truly magnificent. And like our dreams, we build them one brick at a time. The Bricks is a short, one-topic episode of the Dream Mason podcast intended to spark inspiration and support you in moving one step closer to building your dreams. Because your dreams don't build themselves. Here is another episode of The Bricks, and today on the Dream Mason podcast, we're going to talk about relationships, specifically being righteousness in relationships or automatic righteousness in relationships. And if you don't know what that means, we're going to explain it to you. And when I say we're, I'm excited and thrilled to have one of my good friends and colleagues and badass coach, Elena Armijo, joining us today. Woohoo! Hey. What's up, Elena? How are you? I am so good. Thanks for uh, having me on, Alex, as a guest. Yeah. What do you hear or what do you get when you hear righteousness in relationships? Oh my gosh. There's so much around righteousness in relationships that I hear when those two words are put together. Um, I think for me, the biggest thing that I've learned in my relationship is how righteousness can just kill communication. And, um, the biggest example of this is in my personal relationship, you know, one of, one of my guy's favorite phrases is when you're right, you're right. He always tells me that. (laughs) And it's this idea that like, until, until I decide I'm right, then, you know, nothing in the world can, can move forward around that. So um, it's a really good reminder to me to actually take a step back and hear and listen to him as opposed to just needing to be right all the time. It's funny because we, I think we all do that. Like what you just said is that needing to be right. I know I've been in those relationships. I know I've had partners in those same type of places where we have this belief about something, whether it be politics, the thing we should eat that's supposedly healthy. Maybe it's religion. Maybe it's how we should have handled something at work. But this idea that there's a right or a wrong way to do it. And we have this like need to have the person we're with agree with us. Like as if it was so horrible if, if we <laughs> actually both had different ideas or thought different things. Yeah. And I think it comes from the ego, right? It's like this sense of if I appear to have it all together or I appear to have my thoughts in order and my, my ideas concrete, then, you know, of course, this person will like me. And it, it comes across as um, just a need to have everything in control as opposed to being open to debating or seeing the other side of the street, really. Yeah, and it's tough because we, I mean, you and I know this as coaches and we see it with our clients, but it's not, this isn't going to be a common thing for everyone else, this idea of like right, wrong, or agree, disagree. Yeah. That we're so pulled into this, our brains like hear things and they automatically want to agree or disagree. And then they can proceed to the next step. And I know for me, I've taken on a lot of practices with hearing something and then just stopping. 
Mm. No response, no agree, disagree, just stopping and almost letting it. <laughs> In my mind, it's like when somebody drops an Alka-Seltzer into a cup, mm-hmm. they don't do anything with it. It just sits there <laughs> and it like fizzles up and it does its thing. And then, I mean, I don't take Alka-Seltzer, but I'm assuming then they drink it. <laughs> um, yeah. But it has to sit for a minute. Yeah. And I kind of am thinking that same thing is like we hear when we hear information that maybe normally we would disagree with or or is different or outside of our comfort zone. The number one thing that's worked for me, and I think I share this with my clients, is just to let it land. Mm. Yeah. I, and I think that there's so much more room for other ideas when I hear, especially with my clients, when they come from right, wrong, it just cuts off all other possibilities. And for me, in relationship particularly, it creates off co-creation, or it cuts off co-creation, excuse me. And it's, um, it's kind of like if you can sit with it, like you're saying, and then actually maybe go across the bridge to the other person's side of the street and get the experience of what they're saying, then all of a sudden you have a very solid foundation to create from that could open up numerous things that you might not have seen before. Yeah, I love that because if we if we only have what we know, then we're we're essentially trapped in a box forever. There's nothing new that can ever come out. We can never learn anything new. We can never have new experiences. Exactly. The challenge is that patience and and being curious. And when you're with somebody, whether it be your partner or your parents or friends, actually being patient and curious and asking them and trying to understand them better instead of what I think so many of us do, which is we fire back what we think. I know mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a, a victim of my own doing in that. And instead of actually just getting really curious and getting people to really like share their experience and their story or why they feel passionate about something. So maybe you can see something for yourself because it might not be that we have to take all of something that someone else gives. Maybe that's not the point. Maybe there's just a piece in there and that one little piece would shift us in another area of our life. Yeah. Well, and what I love what you just said is that it creates intimacy, right? Like all of a sudden you can have this experience of having lots of different avenues to look at. And from there, it's, it's kind of like that phrase that you've heard, um, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy in marriage, right? And it's kind of the same way with my clients. Like, do you want to be right in your life or do you actually want to create an experience? And that phrase, I mean, think about how much is cut out of your life when you stand in being right, no matter what. You literally cut yourself off from experience. And in this case, happiness, right? In that phrase. So that's what I got from what you just shared. Yeah. And I, and I, from to, to follow you, I think there's no relationship that more closely could resemble a relationship that we have with whatever we believe to be our spiritual connection, whether Mm -hmm. it be God or, you know, a, a spaghetti monster in the sky or something more spiritual or nature or whatever. Yeah. Our connection with our partner to me is the closest thing we have to that because we've said that we're going to be with them and love them no matter what. We've Mm -hmm. essentially given them this uh, connection and this agreement, no matter how they behave or what they do, we really say, Hey, we're going to be with somebody because there's good days and bad days and we'll be with them forever. And maybe everybody doesn't make that agreement, but maybe that's why 
relationships are working out on a very <laughs> lower scale than they used to. Yeah. But it's a, I say this because it's an incredible place to work out our stuff because where else does your stuff get bombarded and pushed on and trampled and shoved into the ground and exposed than the person that you're the closest with? Exactly. Is there any, do you have any favorite books or, you know, podcasts or, you know, YouTube videos or anything that you would recommend for people that notice through this conversation, wow, I'm in a relationship and I notice either I'm righteous and I need to be right or my partner is, where's a place that they could get some support? Yeah. Um, I have a couple books actually. I mean, one that I really love is a return to love by Marianne Williamson. And it's sort of, it's sort of in the vein of this conversation, but it's more about like, again, being okay with that space in yourself first so that you can then move forward to be in partnership with other people. Um, so that's definitely one I would recommend. And another one is if the Buddha dated, um, by Charlotte Castle. I think that's how you need to say her name. Um, and I love that one because it touches on the spirituality piece that you just mentioned. Like, you know, what is the connection spiritually that you can obtain in yourself to be able to bring that in intimacy with your partner? That's awesome. And another great, I love that book. And it's fun. It's, it, it keeps it like super light. It's very light. <laughs> not an intense, like your relationship is ruined if you don't read this book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think it's a simple one, and I think so many people out there have read it, but I think it's something that's overstepped is The Five Love Languages. Oh, yeah. And, it, and it's cool if you can actually read it with your partner. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can't, don't make that the thing you need to be right about. But <laughs> uh, I don't know who the author is. I don't remember like his name, but reading that book and really getting what you need out of a relationship mm-hmm. and then being able to identify what your partner needs and playing that game. I believe empowers you to have deeper conversations and be wrong because you're actually okay being wrong or not being right or finding yourself somewhere in the middle because you're actually secure in your relationship and probably likely more secure with yourself. Yeah. Beautiful. If people want to track you down, talk to you about relationships or righteousness, how do they find you? Uh, You can go to my website. It's Armijo. A-R-M-I-J-O dot com. Thank you. Thank you. It's fun having you here. Thanks for checking out the Dream Mason podcast. Whether you're a longtime listener or just taking a peek, longtime listener, I love that, since we just started. Uh, I'm grateful to have you here. Please tag a friend that needs to hear this. Subscribe to the podcast. Give us a review. If you want more, you can follow me, Alex Terranova, on Instagram at inspirationalalex. You can find me at thedreammason.com or email me at alex at thedreammason.com. And remember... You are a dream mason because your dreams don't build themselves.